everybody. Welcome back to the Lore Lodge official podcast. I am Aiden Mattis. This is Thorn Bussy. Howdy. Howdy? Are you a cowboy now? I mean, these boots were made for walking. Oh my God. We ran into each other yesterday in the wild. We um, did, actually. That was hilarious. I was unwell. I was going to text you literally an hour before. I was like, hey, when are you going to be back, by the way? <laughs> and then I come back from the bathroom because I'm at lunch with Kat. And I go up to the yep. uh, bar to say, like, oh, hey, by the way, guys, you're... Uh, your dispensers out of like uh what is that paper towels mm -hmm. and then we both just look at each other and we're like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> also uh is that crooked is the camera crooked it's a little bit yeah i just realized that um well now it's more crooked no i went the other oh, way there, there, oh no 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 there, that's there we go why Good. am i shorter than you <laughs> did you do this on purpose no i didn't actually he's lying to you he is lying to you about his own height. There we go. He's oh, no, I never lie. Man. I am a small person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I did uh, bar golf yesterday, which was nine holes. Yep. And by nine holes, that means nine bars to drink nine drinks in two hours. Remember how I asked you yesterday whether it was the front nine or the back nine? I think it was uh, the back nine. Yeah, I think it was the back nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. Um if you ever feel inclined to do a bar crawl and finish by chugging a Corona, you are making the wrong choice. Let's be clear, though. The Corona was not the worst of the chug choices that he made. Oh, no. We had to do a sour. Um, yep. the, it was called the Philly Vice. It was at Rec Room. And uh, it, whew, it was a 16-ounce <laughs> sour. It, it burned the back of my throat. I think I would actually have rather chugged a bottle of Pink Whitney. Uh, Whoa, dude. <laughs> That's a statement. It, it was like chugging a four loco. I've done that. Same. That resulted in this. I don't... Oh, God. I don't recommend anybody watching repeat what we did because that's a terrible Oh, time. please, no. Drink responsibly yeah. for the love of God. But when you are drinking, the next morning, typically, you have a, a pretty rough headache and everything. And one yes. way to fix that is with Mount Pocono Perk from the Lore Lodge and Tableau Roasting Company. Yes, that's right. This entire story about me getting painfully hungover was, in fact, an ad for coffee. Uh, <laughs> um, I say that because I, I will be honest. This stuff has been a miracle when it comes to morning after yep. thickness. Also, yep. McDonald's uh, pancakes. Mm -hmm. mm. They are pretty fire. Oh, they, the, the, the hangover disappears. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. It's incredible. It's the only thing that can actually cure a hangover. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> this is not financial advice <laughs> legally speaking that's, that's my favorite thing is when people on podcasts are like yeah i mean financially you should really do these things by the way i'm not a financial advisor this yeah. is not financial advice yeah. but you should you know <laughs> oh it's great somebody in the chat said what about crack though um probably not probably shouldn't do crack cat just said we did the pink whitney exactly a year ago to the day pink whitney when did we do Pink Whitney? A year ago to the day is when we were dyeing your hair blue. Did we do Pink Whitney that night? I guess. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, God. I think today is also Archie's Gotcha Day. Wow, April yeah. 2nd. Full of a lot of surprising yeah. points in history. Yeah, uh, the boy is, the boy is uh, with with his, uh, his cousin, keeping her company. She's not yeah. feeling too great, so... Uh, you know, his cousin being a dog. Yes. Uh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my family's other dog. He's uh, he's helping her out because she's getting older and you know, he helps her, you know, walk around the backyard and stuff. He's a good boy. Yes. Uh, he's a very good boy. But with all of that said, of course, we do, in fact, have a show for you tonight. We have a thing to talk about that's not our personal lives. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Shockingly enough. You know, we got to get into it with a little bit of... Uh, 
a little bit. We gotta catch up on the shenanigans. Yeah, I gotta explain, you know, why you're gonna crash yeah. in an hour. Exactly. <laughs> why I'm struggling right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, we're we're gonna talk about the Bobby Bicep case. Uh, yep. This is, in my opinion, up there with like the boy in the box mm -hmm. as far as mystery and the the way it plays out i mean if you look at the timing the boy in the box case was what 1954 i think 54 55. yeah about that yeah yeah um this was 58 uh in this in both cases it's a disabled child yep in both cases there's a change of custody yep like there's a whole bunch of parallels here but unfortunately with bobby buys up you know with 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 the boy in the box we had the ability to test for dna we knew you know uh, generally, you know, where he was, who he re was related to, eventually was figured out. This one is a lot different. Mm -hmm. You know, the Boy in the Box case was so many left turns and out, just out of nowhere new stuff coming in. Mm -hmm. There was none of that for this. There was never any new evidence up until really exactly six years later. Yeah. Because when Bobby went missing, initially everybody looked at it as this just horrible tragedy that came out of nowhere nobody understood nobody knew what happened but it wasn't foul play he just disappeared with the boy in the box with uh with uh joseph zarelli everyone knew that was a murder yeah like from from the jump this was a murder it was treated like a murder with bobby it was treated like a missing persons case because nobody thought anything could have gone wrong yeah today obviously everybody knows that the catholic church has had some issues with um you know Trying to use family-friendly terms here, but yeah, uh, the, uh, you, you know what we're talking about. Inappropriate behavior. Inappropriate relations with young boys. Yep. Uh, between priests and, and young boys. Uh, so, in 1958, that was not nearly as widely known. Yeah. It, no, it, 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 not only was it, like, surprising to hear about, mm -hmm. but it was also, like, if someone tried to say anything about yeah. it, it would not be heard. Exactly. T today, you hear, you know... 10-year-old boy ran off at a Catholic youth camp, and you immediately jump to conclusions. Yep. In 1958, there's no reason to jump to those conclusions. Nobody thinks about this stuff. Yep. And as we learned with the Boy in the Box case, people were not nearly as open about their private lives, like children especially. No. Because if we look at, uh, you know, M, I think her name was uh, Marie, right? Marie, Maria? Mary. From, uh... Mary? I think it was Mary. Mary? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, from the boy in the box case, she witnessed all this. She was horribly abused herself and she just didn't talk about it because yeah. it wasn't something you talked about. Mm -hmm. Your private life was your private life, no matter how bad it was. Was it Martha? Martha. That's what it was. Yep. Yep. Um, so in this case, it's further complicated because even if Bobby had not died. Yep. He was deaf. He had a really hard time communicating. He was only 10. It would have been really hard for him to express to his parents, if he even felt comfortable telling them, what actually happened to him, yep. if that is what happened. But of course, in order to understand why nobody jumped to that conclusion immediately, it's not just the, the fact that nobody knew these things about the Catholic Church yet. On top of that, the story that was initially told to police, reporters, search and rescue, was that Bobby had gone missing in a completely different place mm. than where it eventually was determined he probably disappeared from. This guy, Terry Cowan, said that Bobby was fishing 
on Cow Creek, which is not on any map. I think it was Cabin Creek. Um, it's the only map that makes sense. Must have been, yeah. The only creek that makes sense on the map. But he's he says that Bobby was fishing. Problem is, contemporary reports both say that Bobby was solo and with a group. So either Bobby was alone with Terry or Bobby was with a group. Either way, that meant that the search was focused east of the camp, down the hill. Mm -hmm. They did search elsewhere. They actually searched where he was eventually found. Mm. But it's not entirely clear when, yep. just that it was searched three times before any of his remains were found. Um, so they, if Terry lied, then Terry probably knows what happened. Obviously, that seems obvious to me. Yeah. So you got to look at that aspect. And then on top of that, everybody else seems to have lied too. Yep. Because the father in charge of the camp didn't say anything about Terry not telling the truth. Um, the other counselors who would have known if Terry was telling the truth didn't say anything. And all of the campers, when eventually, you know, 60 years later, people went and interviewed the, the various campers as well as camp staff, it came to light that a lot of those contemporary reports were just straight up fabrications. They mm. were wrong. Um, but again, because this wasn't being treated as a crime, this was being treated as somebody who got lost, you know, because they were upset or something like that. Nobody was looking for criminal hints. Yep. So when, uh, I think his name was Roger Cantor, Robert Cantor, Roger Cantor, one of those two, I think Robert, the, the ranger in the story yeah. that we talk about, yeah. uh, when he went, he was part of the search and rescue team for the national park service. When he went and he interviewed the kids, they all said that they saw Bobby upset, you know, crying, looked angry, hurt, embarrassed, running out of the the main lodge where they were all having dinner. Mm -hmm. At the time, it seems like maybe the rangers and the staff who heard that story who weren't camp staff thought, okay, maybe, maybe they're talking about a time earlier in the week. Yep. But then eventually when Nine News, which is uh, an NBC affiliate in Denver, when they went and interviewed uh, Richard Heaster, who was the nephew of Father Richard Heaster, the guy running the camp, when they went and interviewed him, he said he's pretty certain that the day that Bobby ran crying out of the main lodge is the day he disappeared, mm -hmm. and that that's when he disappeared, because they were gathered there for dinner. Mm -hmm. So the story Terry tells, which is Bobby was fishing with me in a group, or Bobby was fishing just with me, down by the creek, depending on which news report you look at. Yeah. Also, he's also referred to as Terry White and Terry Cowan at one point. Um, like, they switch up his name. It's very weird. It is. There was another White, another counselor named White there at mm -hmm. the time, who actually went on to abuse 70 boys. Um, known victims. Yeah. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, yeah so ter basically, Terry's version of the story doesn't fly at all. Yeah. Because nobody saw Bobby there. The only thing that suggested Bobby was there at any point was they found his tackle box. Yep. Um, but the tackle box's location was also up in the air because some people said it was only a few hundred yards from the camp. Mm -hmm. Some people said it was half a mile down the river, yeah. down the creek. So everything about the fishing story is fishy. And then everything about the story told by the boys who saw him run out of there, yep. taken in context, when you start looking at it as foul play, their story makes a lot more sense because Neil Hewitt, who was one of the last counselors to speak to Bobby, if not the last counselor, he says that Bobby came to the concession stand and wanted to buy some candy. He told Bobby no. Mm -hmm. And then Bobby, you know, got upset and ran off. 
Richard Heaster's story, the, the younger Richard Heaster, yep. matches that. He saw Bobby running out of the lodge. All the other kids saw Bobby, Bobby running out of the lodge. If you are looking at it in 1958 saying this poor kid went missing and all, everyone's saying that, then your your immediate thought is, okay, this must have been earlier. He must have been upset and maybe he ran off on Friday mm. because of something that happened earlier that day or another day and that's why he was upset. And so we're starting from that position. Once you recognize that Terry's story makes no sense whatsoever um, and it doesn't match anything and you start looking at it as maybe this is a criminal kind of thing, maybe this is foul play, mm. suddenly a much different picture is painted. And that picture gets enhanced because Neil Hewitt, the guy who was the last to see Bobby, was eventually, uh, you know, caught for molesting nine kids. Yeah. So when you know that Neil was having inappropriate relationships with children, and you know that he was one of the last people to see Bobby before everyone else saw Bobby run out of the room embarrassed and upset, I don't think that it's unreasonable to connect the dots nope. and say that maybe Bobby ran out hurt, embarrassed, and upset because Neil had done something inappropriate. Yep. And the person who found Bobby's body a year later was Neil Hewitt. Yep. Which is extremely suspicious. There was another one of uh, Neil's victims who even said as much. He was like, the fact that Neil was the one who found the body is a huge red flag. The fact that he was even out there is a red flag. Yeah. Uh, and it, you know, it's <laughs> where they found the body. This is the weird part. It was a ravine. It was at 11,000 feet on the mountain up from 80, 8,700. I want to say, uh, and the, camp, the camp was at, I think 86, yeah, 8,700 yeah. feet. So it was a full 3,300 feet too high, mm -hmm. uh, which is a, considerable trek for a lone deaf 10 year old yep also like key detail i don't know if you were about to get to this or not but it's definitively above the tree line mm -hmm. to a point which you can see the camp yep had bobby died where his body was found he would have been able to look down and see the camp and he would have been able to look down and see the creek go to cabin creek and just follow it down because mm -hmm. the creek runs right through the camp exactly so if bobby were in a position where he was desperate where he, he realized he was, you know, life or death, he probably would have been able to get down to camp unless he was already too injured or exhausted by the time he got up there. Yeah. Now, Larry Collins, one of the search and rescue people that was involved in this case, his job was to get rid of uh, currant and gooseberry bushes that grew up in those high areas mm -hmm. um, and to make sure that they didn't grow within 100 yards of any of the native trees because they would carry a fungus that would then kill the trees. Mm -hmm. So he was very accustomed to being up there. He was involved in a lot of search and rescue missions at that altitude. And what he said was he had never seen in 35 years of search and rescue, he had never seen somebody who got lost go uphill. At least not that far uphill. Yeah. You know, a couple hundred feet, maybe. 3,000 is a hike. Especially for a kid. Yeah. So him, Roger uh, Roger Contour, um, you know, basically the other, the other people who were able to be reached about this investigation, because of course it was 1958, so... Mm -hmm a lot of people involved aren't alive anymore. Yeah. Um, basically, everybody who was not a camp staff member seems to think the same thing, that Bobby was running away from the camp yeah. and that he was trying not to be found because he didn't want to be harmed by anybody who worked for the camp and that the search efforts might have just been driving him further and further out of the initial search area because he was worried that he was going to be punished yeah. for what happened. 
which is reasonable. It's reasonable to understand that. Um, it's also makes you wonder, you know, why do you think he would be punished? And had he been punished before? Had other kids been punished? Yeah, it's it's a really awful story, and it just gets worse because finally, in 2020, a guy named uh, what was it, Tom McCloskey? Mm. Tom McCloskey sees the Nine Wants to Know documentary on the Bobby Bizet case and the three priests who were involved at that camp who eventually went on to be convicted or at least found to have committed these crimes, uh, even if the statute of limitations was passed. So he goes, and by the way, Neil Hewitt uh, did complete seminary, became a priest in 1962, and then left the priesthood in 1980 to get married, Um, which, stunning that he got away with that. Yeah. And that somebody chose to marry him afterwards. Um, Well, of course, I don't think that any of the any of that came to light until the 2010s, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. um, you know, you're, you're not supposed to do that, <laughs> but nope. this guy, Tom McCloskey, his dad, Dr. Joseph McCloskey had given him a, a juvenile human skull. So like around 1980, he kept the thing for 40 years in a basement, basically knowing that it probably had some sort of terrible story associated with it. It's kind, of, kind of hard for there not to be. <laughs> and it, and you, you kind of, in a way, have to sympathize with the guy because his dad handed him the skull of a child and said, this might belong to, or this belongs to the kid that went missing at that camp. What are you going to do with that information? Like, nothing. If, if you go to the police, if your dad's still alive and you go to the police, your dad's spending the rest of his life in jail. Mm-hmm. If your dad's dead and you go to the police, then you have to basically tell the entire world how awful a person your own father was. Mm -hmm. If you take it to the police and you don't mention your dad, well, then you got to explain how you got it. And then you're a suspect. So what he did was for 40 years, he just tried to figure out whose skull this was. Anytime a missing persons case came up, anytime a kid vanished, anytime a kid's body was found, he tried to figure out, could this be, you know, that skull anytime an old body was found. Yeah. Anytime, you know, this one of these crimes was uncovered, he sees the Nine Wants to Know documentary, he turns the skull over to federal authorities. I think the National Park Service actually ended up with it. It had been sitting in a paper sack in his basement for 40 years. And I don't believe it it's it's still an open case, so I couldn't find any recent information on the skull. Again, this was very this was only two a little over two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Um, it was, I think, January of 2020 that he turned it over. So a little over three years. Yep. It's pretty recent. And as far as federal investigations go, that's not a ton of time. No. So there was no news to suggest whether or not the skull was proven to belong to him. Also, there's the problem of both his parents are dead. He was an only child. It's a skull. <laughs> like, you, you got to go for the mitochondrial DNA, yeah. which means that in order, you, you know, it's... It's going to be harder to do this than if he had living relatives or if they had found hair or like skin, something like that. Yep. Uh, of course, he does have living cousins. And if the skull matches them, then that's a, a pretty good indication that it is, in fact, Bobby. Yeah. Um, you know, thank God his parents died thinking that, you know, he just got lost. That that is the one silver lining in all of this is you know at least his his parents didn't have to live knowing, or at least believing 
what could have happened to their son was that awful. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's a small mercy in it. But, you know, I think I, as far as I understand, Neil Hewitt's still alive. Um, he claims he didn't have anything to do with Bobby's death or disappearance. Um, you know, I guess directly, as far as he might be of the opinion, he doesn't have anything to do with Bobby's disappearance. Mm-hmm. But it sounds very much like he has a lot to do with Bobby's disappearance. Yeah, it's, you know, and I was looking through it. There are wild animals up there, but only one of the bones they found showed signs of predation. It was scavenging anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they didn't find half his body. Yeah. So maybe an animal did drag it off. In fact, an animal probably did drag it off. Given the the mm. environment and the animals within it, yeah. I'd be shocked if something didn't. Yeah, so, you know, how does body get up there is really the question. Did he get himself up there? Because if he did, that's impressive for a 10-year-old who's deaf yep. and alone in the course of just a few days. Like, that's a tough climb. Um, and, and on top of that, you know, when did he get up there? So that's the other weird thing is that the area had been searched three times. Mm-hmm. And the people searching at that point were not just camp staff. It's not like, you know, camp staff searched it three times and just said, oh, no, nothing up there. Yep. There were, you know, that was where Larry Collins was. That was where a bunch of National Park Service and Rescue guys were. That was where a bunch of Civil Air Patrol, Air National Guard, Air Force, you know, soldiers, not soldiers, airmen, were, you know, traversing this area looking for signs of Bobby, and none of them found that. The three times that ravine was searched, they said it was searched, the newspaper said it was searched in the fall. Mm -hmm. So that means, I guess, the search continued. Uh, past, you know, when it was officially ended. Or maybe they searched the area three times between the 15th and the 20th of August. But that means that Bobby was not there during that time period. Was Bobby alive when the search ended? If not, where was his body? Who put it there? There are so many unanswered questions. And because it was so long ago, it's really difficult to tell, you know, what happened. The one thing I can say for certain is that this absolutely does not sound paranormal. It does not sound like Bigfoot. It does not even sound like a missing 401 case. It sounds like a couple of priests molested a kid and he ran off. Yeah. So I'm a little frustrated with David because this is one of the cases where what he's saying actually brings us farther from the truth. Yeah. There are a lot of cases that he's covered where I'm like, all right, you know what? He's making good points. This one... There's a large number of people who watched Missing 411 and now believe that Bobby's disappearance was actually something that was mysterious rather than a horrible, horrible tragedy with actual living perpetrators yeah. who might be brought to justice. What so, are the, for context, what is the story within that, within Politis's? He leaves... Okay, so I will give him credit on this. When he when he released the movie, when he released the book on this, to my knowledge, he has not updated mm. this case. And that, that's what frustrates me. But to my knowledge... Uh, yeah, to my knowledge, he did not update the case after any of this came out. I will give him credit in that the skull part was not determined. And I don't think even the priests at the camp were determined to have done that mm-hmm. until 2019. Mm. So... When he originally presented the case, if he was doing his due diligence to the extent that he claims he does, he probably should have uncovered the stuff that Contour and Collins were saying, mm-hmm. as well as the younger Richard Heaster. Uh, 
I'm just frustrated that he hasn't, you know, t- again, to my knowledge, gone back. And I looked. I couldn't find anything where he's yeah. like, Chris, uh, I'm sorry, not Chris Tompkins, uh, where he's like, Bobby buys an update, you know, it was probably this. Yeah. So you've got a lot of people who now believe that this case was supernatural instead of just really sad. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I, I think the fact that Neil Hewitt is still living and living freely is absurd under the circumstances because if if he did do what i think he did and that caused bobby to run off and bobby running off caused bobby to die Mm -hmm. in my opinion that's he killed the kid yeah like that is a child that is someone who does not have the skills to survive on their own Mm -hmm. and if if you do something that upsets them so much that they run off into the wilderness and die at least manslaughter yeah you are responsible for that Mm -hmm. so it frustrates me um that he was never brought to justice. What was the original story? What was the hypothesis or the theory? It left out... David tells the story as Bobby was fishing with a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, the counselor, like, you know, signaled him that it was time to go. Mm-hmm. He nodded. Counselor turned around and started walking up the hill uh, with the rest of the group. And then nobody noticed that Bobby was gone until they got back to the lodge. And then when they went to look for him, he wasn't there. And then a year later, they found his remains hmm. high up the mountain in the opposite direction of where he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Just that information alone is weird because yes. if it were a mountain lion or a bear or something like that, and it got him at 8,400 feet, it's not dragging his body to 11,000. Highly unlikely. Yeah. There's just not going to do that. Um, gonna drag it probably somewhere a lot closer and eat it i hmm. uh, so yeah in the absence of the information from the 2019 investigation it seems a lot more supernatural mm-hmm. because but what the hell happened there no yeah. you know how how does it how does that kid make it several miles and three thousand feet in elevation alone without being found as there's people actively searching the area for him. Yeah. Um, in that version of the story is mysterious. What I'm frustrated with, I guess for with politis is that he, he did not do the level of investigation that NBC did mm-hmm. and not even national NBC, local branch affiliate NBC. Yeah. Maybe they had more resources, but he seems to be doing all right for himself as far as these documentaries go. So that that annoys me because, you know, this is a real a real person who a real terrible thing happened to. And it's not it's not getting you closer to the truth when you look at that version of events. It's getting you farther from it. And I, I don't like that at all. Um, and I don't think he did it on purpose. I just think it was a, you know, a, a failure to go the extra mile, I guess, is is how I'd, I would put that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that angle of the case. Um, that's, that's really all there is to it though, is, you know, this is just a really upsetting, yeah, really upsetting story. Um, you know, and this is what we keep, we, what we keep doing is as we look into a lot of these cases, a lot of them are less supernatural than they appear. And far more people are capable of horrible things. So, also, I did see something when I was on Pop Culture Crisis. Hmm. If we go yeah, here, kind of, uh... it pulls up all the Super Chats. Oh, nice. That's very fitting. Isn't that so much simpler That's than how we've so been doing it? That's so much nicer, yeah. Oh, my yep. God. 
Um, um, yeah, we are speaking kind of, of which. Check out the episode of Pop Culture Crisis that I was on. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, probably, uh, probably gonna go back. They said they'd love to have me again. They're gonna bring this one too. Um, so we get to go down and chill in West Virginia. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, country roads take me home. <laughs> uh, what? There was something I was just gonna say. Oh yeah, we we're kind of like going full scooby-doo style yeah. with all these stories in the sense of like yeah they're going from monsters to bad real people real estate developers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not quite takes off takes off the skull like the antler skull it's just like a priest and you're like <laughs> father heaster <laughs> i would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling 20-somethings yep <laughs> like, how would for you, you meddling white boys in your twenties? Yeah, I was gonna say like, how would you even describe us? How would you guys describe? If it wasn't us? for off-brand Sam and Dean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> if it wasn't named, for <laughs> named like Sean and Dwight. Uh, Sean and and Darren. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds it feels better than Dwight. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, we'll uh, we'll we'll go to server chats early on this one because it's it's you know, it's really just more tragic than anything. Else. Yeah, it's just sad. It's it, I I don't even feel like going into like the folklore and paranormal stuff of the area because I'm still like hung up on the fact that this is just such a horrible situation. Yeah. Uh, so let's not be sad. But yeah, let's, uh, let's ask us fun questions. Also, it's you know he's got to he's got to get going early, and I, do, I yeah. feel horrible. So. Yeah, fair. There, there's multiple yeah. reasons why we're going to keep this rolling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, for those really. who are curious, I have to go down to Maryland to do filming for my day job, which is kind of funny because I you was just there. in Maryland. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> could have worked out. Uh, it could have, but it didn't. Would have been way better. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. So I guess I, uh, you know, I'll read read the two that we got. We got one from Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for five dollars that says maybe he was chased up there and knew he could not trust any of the adults at the camp and did not know he was being looked for by authorities. That was one of the that was one of the theories is that not the chase part, but that he, I, uh, you know, didn't trust the adults. Yeah, and so he was hiding from them, didn't realize that the people searching because you got to remember he's deaf. Yeah. So all he can his only perception of the people looking for him is what he can see yeah and you know if he's hiding if he's panicked he might not be able to think clearly and see like okay that's not a seminarian yeah it's not a priest also if he's not if he's hiding he's not actively looking out theoretically yeah. at like who may or may not be exactly. there and if he can't hear anything mm -hmm. like even if there were choppers in the air all this different stuff mm -hmm. if he can't hear it exactly like, you're only gonna know what you can see yeah um so and if you're hiding you can't see much yep then Iron Death 14 said, look up Sika Hollow in South Dakota. I'd be interested if you think something might be there. There's been a lot of sight a lot of local sightings of weird things. Time for a hunting trip for the guys and me. Yeah, I can look into it. You want to put that on the sheet? Sure. Um What is it? Sika Hollow? Sika Hollow. We also need to start uh one of the videos I want to do soon is uh Giants, but I that, that's gonna take a while to insert to Isaiah. Yeah, exactly. Face. Well, I want him to help with it. I want him and Mini Minuteman on it. Um, if I can get them both, that would That'll be, be a fun, fun one, right? That'd be really fun. Um, oh, we got one from Odin's Eye for twenty dollars. Thanks, Odin's Eye. What does Odin's Eye say? Uh, just want y'all to know you do great work, oh, and that y'all helped me through a pretty rough breakup. Love y'all. 
We're glad we could help. Man. Glad we could help. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Work has also helped me through some pretty rough breakups. Yeah, yeah. It's good to be able to have something to keep your mind on. This whole thing is the result of a breakup. <laughs> like, when I, oh yeah, because yeah, when I uh, when um, the girl I was dating in uh, in twenty twenty when when she and I broke up, um, I realized I hated my job and most things about my life. So, <laughs> so I, I, I decided to go to grad school and I quit my job and me giving my two weeks and sitting at my desk with no work to do was why I was on TikTok at the time I was, saw the uh, post that I saw, made the stitch that I did, and now we're here. Yep. So. <laughs> it's amazing how one choice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... The, the way that things interact is nuts oh, yeah. in your life. How, oh, yeah. how threads come together and, you know, there's there's always a reason for everything. It's just, unfortunately, sometimes that reason is so beyond understanding in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's really all you could say. I guess this is happening right now. Yeah. And then, like, days, months, years later, you can look back and be like, oh. Exactly. It's like... I get it. I've had to deal with that so I could get you here. Okay, I see what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish, I wish the Lord's ways weren't quite as mysterious. Um, I wish, <laughs> I wish that the Lord worked in very obvious ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> could you be a little more transparent, please? <laughs> God giving His most ambiguous battles to His most anxious soldier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Could you tell me what it's for? No. Why? You'll exactly. find out later. It's a surprise tool that'll help us later. <laughs> it's a new mouse tool. It's a surprise. Uh, e for four ninety nine said, first time I'm first live and catching. Howdy, y'all. Here's an official request for a video on Philippine cryptids. There's a few that I could absolutely do that on. Yeah. Um, yes, is I did decide to become a niche internet micro celebrity. It went better than I expected. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it's funny but it's true uh, uh, the, this one's doing numbers meme like except yep. it actually is yep oh yeah <laughs> this one's doing numbers it has 75,000 views <laughs> me looking to, me looking at the view count on the Banshee video it's questions to this day <laughs> like, why did y'all decide to just not watch that video <laughs> yeah, was, for anybody here did you not watch the Banshee video and why I don't think it's that nobody, I don't think it's even that people chose not to watch it. I think YouTube actually didn't show it to people. Yeah, it just throttled it. Because the, the click-through rate was the same. Mm -hmm. The uh, watch time was the same. Like, basically all of the analytics were the same except for views. That's which so means weird. that they just weren't showing it to people. It's so frustrating. It is. Um, Iron Death 14 for $10. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Hollow is known for the rivers it... In it running, damn! What the blood. hollow is known for the rivers in it running blood red at certain parts of the year. It's one of the reservations out there. Okay, there's either a really cool scientific explanation for that, or that's cursed as hell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm leaning towards cursed as hell. But it sounds cursed. We'll find uh, out. Bacon Snake 64 for 199 said, "What a name! I know that's incredible. What a name! Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be going yote hunting up near Logan, Utah." Hang on a second. Do you go to um, uh, Utah State? Because that's where Logan is. And one of my good buddies and a number of people I met through that, uh, he went to Utah State. Great mm -hmm. spot, great town. Um, 
Plaz for $5 said, aside from medication, what works best for you to meditate your anxiety? My fiance has been suffering lately and I want to help her however I can. Uh, CBD works for a lot of people. Hmm. Um, you know, it's perfectly safe. It's, you know, just, it's, it's hemp derived. It's not illegal. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't work, I, you know, there's, um, I, I know a lot of people who use medical marijuana, um, and it works for them. I, I took, uh, Ativan and Zoloft for a while, which works. Uh, can you explain the quotes for people? It's less that it, it those, those less, uh, help you to be not anxious and more just kill any and all emotion. Hmm. So you're not anxious, <laughs> it's not but you're also not happy yeah. or sad or any emotion of any value. Yeah. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, it's it's one of those things that it's uh, there. There is no cure for it right now. They're looking into a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I know they're looking to like psilocybin for like from magic mushrooms. Yeah. Um, ketamine treatments are being tested. Like, there's a whole bunch of different things that they're trying for it. Uh, but on honestly, I I wish I had a better answer for you. the The real answer is I suffer. <laughs> like, <laughs> just suffer until it goes away. Yeah. Time uh, it heals. It, all it sucks because alcohol is actually really helpful with it. Mm -hmm. It's just then you have like when the alcohol like starts getting filtered out of your system the anxiety gets worse yep so like that's that's how anxiety creates alcoholics is that the alcohol fixes the anxiety for a short period of time you wake up the next day even more anxious yeah then you have to drink yeah <laughs> um so, so i don't recommend alcohol as a way to treat anxiety uh you know if if you're if you're stuck you know maybe a shot of whiskey isn't the worst thing in the world but don't make it a habit yeah um uh, Solomon Vandy for $10 said, Greetings from the alligator state. Besides the skunk ape, which cryptids are local to Central Florida? That's a great question. I will have to get back to you. Um, well, there's a skunk ape and there was the... Tsukalu is kind of further northwest. Okay. Um, it's That's why it was inv involved in the video is that it was close, but not quite the same. Because the Seminole and the uh, Cherokee are related. They're both Mississippian, I believe. Um, have we done anything on, like, Cajun area? cryptids uh we should do a video on werewolves that did just occur to me um, well we have we have all of these that we haven't done that is true that's a lot of them are werewolves in here they should be they're not have oh yeah really not here. done hellhounds no i feel i thought we did at one point maybe we need to tick tock about it i think that was the one that disappeared i thought persia was the one that disappeared oh that's right yeah we still not found that no insane there's just a lost episode of the history hut yep like oh we still need we need to do this month's history yeah. hut yeah i i did not have the best month yeah, uh, no, 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 i'm fair. a little behind no it's all good so i don't blame you march march was not my month no so i uh, you know uh, the song waitlist by all time low where it's you know maybe it's not my weekend but it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be my year. year yeah i feel like it also might not be my month or even my year um oh no it'll be your year yeah oh boy i was hoping it's gonna be my decade <laughs> fair i'll be all right if 20 is if my 20s are my decade but uh <laughs> uh real quick i'm gonna scroll a little bit what is it there's anything uh, anything else in here um the yeah uh from bobcat for five dollars uh have you heard have you heard back from that guy about the bone tree uh, I think uh, no, I is mentioned in there. I think he uh, went to basic training. 
Ah, uh, nice. Mm -hmm. Well, he's still alive, so that's great. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, Kat's asking about when we're going to bring back Lore Lounge. Uh, we can do that next weekend as far as I'm concerned. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, have you played Control? Just recently finished it from Nov A42. Oh, I have not. What is Control? I don't know. Actually, I'll leave that. I'll look it up on my phone. It's on Steam. I would imagine. Uh, did we, by the way, did we update the realm for Minecraft? No. I think I'm going to, I will get that one back up, but I think I also want to set up an actual dedicated server so we can add mods. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, we should probably just have somebody who knows that. Do you know how to do that? No, but I could probably well, find yeah, out. Yeah, if we can figure, if somebody can help us with it, well, yeah, that'd we, be great. we can pay for it. It's just, yep. If somebody knows how to run a Minecraft server and wants to do it for us. Yeah, I just don't play a ton of Minecraft. I don't play a ton of video games at all at this point. Fair. Um, because I spend most of my time working. <laughs> yep, same. Uh, Iron Death 14 for $10 said, I'm also known as Fort Supernatural Outhouse on Discord. Third action adventure game. Hmm. All right, I might have to stream this this week. What is it? Uh... After a secretive agency in New York is invaded by an otherworldly threat, you become the, the new director struggling to regain control. This supernatural third-person action-adventure game will travel you to master a combination of supernatural abilities, modifiable loadout loadouts, and reactive environments while fighting through... This is a very poorly designed website. Um, is there a read-only mode for this? It's a good question. Um, there is not. I can't... Uh, through prep through a through a deep unpre to through a deep and unpredictable world okay there we go yeah i can definitely uh i can definitely check this one out sweet next one from iron death for 10 iron death 14 for ten dollars is i'm also known as forced outhouse on the discord if you need a south dakota contact for any pictures Ooh. of the black hills i work in the most remote areas and even got attacked by a mountain lion well i'm glad you survived yeah congrats Third on fingers. you for uh being the alpha in that situation <laughs> Uh, yeah. Pixel Music for two pounds said tips on how to get the girl. You think I know? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's open. I'm actually open I'm actually pretty good at getting them. I'm not very good at keeping them. Fair. <laughs> that seems to be my problem. Tips on how to get the girl. Confidence. Yeah. Uh, not <laughs> not chasing seems to work pretty well. Yeah. Like, you know, my my uh, most recent girlfriend, the night we met, uh, I did not. All I did was pull a couple of creepy guys off of her, and then we didn't start dating for, like, almost a year. Yeah. <laughs> we just became friends. Yeah. Um, I was completely oblivious that she had anything for me yep. until, uh, until she asked me out. Like, that's how. So I guess that works. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I would say uh, confidence is probably the biggest key, partially because it really just comes down to, like, the whole cliche thing of, like, love yourself first is true in the sense of you're never going to find a fulfilling relationship until you are fulfilled on your own. And then once you're able to do that and you're not searching for a relationship, the right one mm -hmm. will come purely because of the fact that if you're using it as an emotional crutch or you're looking for self-worth in the relationship, mm -hmm. it is doomed to fail. Because yeah. even if you're not aware of it, if the other person is even remotely aware of themselves or their surroundings, even if they're not explicitly aware of exactly what's happening, they will recognize what you're doing and it'll just create an unhealthy feedback loop that will mm -hmm. cause the relationship to 
fall apart. Yeah, I mean the the best way I could put it is like try to be the best if you're if you're a man trying to get a a woman's attention, be her friend and be a very good man in front of her. Yeah. Well, just be a good man for the sake of being a good man. Yeah. But if obviously you can't force a woman to be attracted to you. No. But if she is and she can see that you're a good person, then if she's worth your time, then she's going to prop then then she will probably end up. Yes. You know having interest yeah yeah there's, um, there's really no way to get and someone. if you're if you're a good person and there's one who, who's attracted to you and doesn't want to be with you then there's just nothing you can do about that <laughs> yeah like, you know like at the end of the day if that's what happens then yeah. you two wouldn't have worked out anyway so you exactly. should just be able to take that and move on oh what else we got here uh we have dustin shaw for 199 saying love the work also no weird bible this month question mark we're as surprised as you are <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hopefully this month. Um, I would do two this month if uh, if the uh, the goon himself is available. Yeah. I uh, if you know if he's not, then maybe we'll start to revise how we do the show a little bit. Yeah, fair. Um, so let's see. Uh, a Chinese scroll. Uh, Senpai said a Chinese scroll called Shen Hai Jing from the fourth century BC was a thesaurus of hundreds of mythical creatures. You might be interested. I will have to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pumpkin Bear for $2 said Rougarou vid on it's a werewolf, not Bigfoot. I'm confused by the grammar of that. I'm assuming chat. Rougarou video. Are you saying specifically in relation to the fact that it is more likely werewolf, not Bigfoot? If the, Okay, gotcha. All right, that makes sense. That Dexy guy for five said my body is a machine that turns alcohol and anxiety into sortie hours. Keep up the masterful work. <laughs> That's amazing. That's an incredible My body is a machine that turns alcohol and anxiety. That is amazing. Beautiful. Are we Thank talking sorty like like air combat missions? I hope not. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like Flight of the Valkyries and it's just somebody spinning out of control. Yeah. Can we what? can we get a like a, a clarification as to what you are referring to by sorty yeah. hours, please? <laughs> Gamer for five said, I know it's got a bad rep, but do you guys have any thoughts on Fallout 76 portrayal of stuff like Mothman, Flatwoods, most Appalachian cryptids? I did not play it because everything I heard was that it was terrible. Yeah, the only relation... I heard no good things about Fallout 76. The only relation to Fallout 76 I have are watching the Internet Historian video on it and my buddy playing it and saying, yeah, I played three hours of it. It's not worth it. Yeah, I heard it got better over time, but like... Yeah, but, like, it wasn't, like, No Man's Sky better. Yeah. Also, I mean, from what I can tell, like, Bethesda games just don't seem to no. do well as MMOs. No. I, I don't... I, that's the thing about, like, Skyrim and Fallout and all that, is I love the fact that it's actual combat instead of, like, attacks that take out a certain number of HP and, you know, you've got to recharge stuff. I like that, that you just... You are a, you are a man in armor with a bow... Yep. And when you shoot people, they die. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have to, like, push a button to do a weird combo of, like, pre-chosen attacks because it's an open-world game that is online as well and it's all server-side. Yep. Um, I like the client-side aspect of, you know, Bethesda games. I don't think that they're ideal. And thank you, Mom, yeah. for, for the encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice to have that. We love supported mo- supportive mothers. My mother is a supportive mom. She's definitely a supportive mom. Uh, uh, for I, a lighter topic how about the riots in france it's <laughs> 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 a great one um oh uh, the french will riot over anything 
Like they have yeah. one of the lowest retirement ages in the Western world. And then they were like, hey, we kind of have people living too long for this to make financial sense. We need to raise the age of retirement. And the French population is like, no, we really not have it. You can dislike France all, like anybody. When Nations is 62, it is time to drink wine, smoke cigarettes, and shit on my wife. <laughs> like, I will say, they, if the French can do anything right, and anything with the ability to inspire, it is rebel. That's true. It is absolutely rebel. I mean, you can, like, think about it. The United States, we had a revolution and then a civil war. Yep. France is on its fifth republic, and it's younger than ours country is. Yep. The United States Constitution is the oldest working constitution in the world. Which is kind of... I know you're sitting there in the audience like, what about the Magna Carta? It's not a constitution. Well, for those who are curious, what's the difference between the Magna Carta and a constitution? The Magna Carta was a an agreement between the nobles of England and the crown regarding what the king was allowed to do and what he needed to ask permission for. It's not really binding. It's been ignored numerous times, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have the same, like, it doesn't structure government nearly as uh, clearly and cohesively as the constitution does. Yep. Um, you know, it's it's not even as strong as the Articles of Confederation. The king can just ignore it at will if he really wants to. It's just kind of a faux pas to do so. Got it. The, what kept the Magna Carta working was not any judicial review system or legislative body. It was the feudal system. Mm. It was that if you pissed off your nobles too much, they would rebel. Yeah. So. Uh, mm. Somebody, or Steve Dory said, working in relation to your comment about the Constitution. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I meant the oldest the oldest constitution that is currently in use yeah um, is it actually doing its job no not at all but... <laughs> uh boy um they can rebel and surrender that's it beef said i forgot about beef. the magna carta that's incredible I forgot about the magna carta <laughs> he's going a shirt too yep i'm thinking the same thing uh magna carta is that some kind of vape <laughs> Magna Carta, is that like a new credit card from American oh Express? Magna Card. <laughs> Magna Card. The Magnum Card. I do love that uh the the like Magna Guards in um Star Wars mm -hmm. in Revenge of the Sith are mm -hmm. it literally just means like the Great Guards. <laughs> yep. I love the naming conventions in Star Wars. The bad guy in, in Bad Batch is named Admiral Rampart. Yep. Like, Rampart, really? That's what you went with? Yep. Just, okay. <laughs> yep. Can we talk about... Darth Maul's brother in Clone Wars is named Savage Oppress. Yeah. I mean, it's They say it's Savage Oppress. Yeah. It's Savage Oppress. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, real quick. Darth Vader is just Darth Father. Yep. Sidious is just Insidious without the in. Yep. The other ones are like Bane. Nihilus. Yep. Nihilist meaning. There, there's of course, no there's no subtlety in Star Wars. No, not at all. It's like poetry, it rhymes. What is your favorite Star Wars movie versus which one do you think is the best? Hmm. I think my favorite is Revenge of the Sith. I think the best is Empire. Yeah, same. Yeah. Easy. Um, I think Rogue One is actually up there in like the top five as well. Oh yeah. Like I also I I like Phantom Menace. Fair. I'll say it. 
I think it's a good film. I enjoy... I think Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie, though. The worst of the original six. There are more? Well, uh, you know, there's the, the spin-offs like Rogue One and Solo and things like okay, that. Okay, yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. just making sure that there weren't, like, you know, a trilogy I didn't know about or no, something. No, 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 no. Okay, you're cool. Fine, you're fine. Um, well, that's the thing, is because all <laughs> of the scenes... Palpatine Return. <laughs> all of the scenes with Obi-Wan and Attack of the Clones is, like, great. Yeah. Fantastic. It's just everything in between. <laughs> I, I would have watched Attack of the Clones if it was just Obi-Wan doing detective work. Yep. I'm sure there's an edit there's, there's an arc in Clone Wars where Obi-Wan goes undercover mm-hmm. to infiltrate, like, a conspiracy to uh, capture the Emperor mm-hmm. or capture the Chancellor. Yeah. And it's basically that. And it's amazing. Yep. It's one of the best arcs in the series. Yep. It's just Obi-Wan doing detective stuff. Yep. It's Which, great. like, who doesn't love that? Yeah. I still have to see the uh, the like movie, the two hour edit of Kenobi. There's a new one coming out Ooh. with a guy who's actually so that's just a re edit. Yeah, there's a guy who shot new shots and little bits of scenes. Oh my god! And he's re editing and like doing VFX work. I just found it a couple days ago. I like how the entire community was like, "Ah, no, this needs to be fixed." Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because they haven't done that with any other Star Wars movies that I'm aware of. Nope. Like, nope. It's literally just like, no, 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 no. You can't do this to yeah. Kenobi. You can't do this to the guy. You know what's an absolute fever dream? What? Book of Boba Fett, going back and rewatching it. I still haven't seen it. It. I have never seen a show simultaneously have some of the like coolest characters ever created in media mm-hmm. and also just the worst writing and acting like the entire the only good actor recurring actor in the series is tamira morrison everyone else is overacting or the script sucks you know it's yeah what what's up with the random space teens on motorcycles yeah i saw that one clip and i was like i don't need to watch this it's so bad it like <laughs> There are a couple of good moments, but uh, I, I go back and I watch it. And initially I was like, you know, the, the, all the hate this is getting is just because Star Wars fans hate everything. You know, we're never happy. I went back and, re- oh my God, it's bad. And it just, at one point it just becomes like season, you know, 2.5 of The Mandalorian for a bit. Yeah. Which unironically is the best episode. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian's great though. Oh, Mandalorian's Love fantastic. Uh, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. for $2 said, could a spirit be afraid of a person and retreat? I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine. That's so kind of what, when like... When you hold a cross up to it or something. Yeah. Or, like, I guess, it's, you know, demon... Well, your original theory about demons was that they were spirits anyway, but I guess yeah. an exorcism is kind of a way. Yeah, that. yeah, I mean, that's that's basically what you're doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, exactly. There was supposed to be a fan remake of The Last Jedi. Ugh. How? I, How? I just... I, You'd have to reshoot the whole thing. Have you watched any more of Andor also? No, I've only been watching with yeah, you. Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta finish that up maybe yeah. next weekend. Yeah. It's, Andor is just good. It's not even just good Star Wars. It's just a good show. Yeah. I mean, I've liked everything thus far. Yeah, it's... I, I, I've been very impressed with that one. That one, Mandalorian. Uh, I'm excited for Ahsoka. I was really happy that in the... Uh, latest episode of i think it was mandalorian um there's a there's a cameo from rebels that's really fun oh really yeah bad batch also had some rebels cameos that were fun um in it but yeah i i like the way that 
they're they're taking the best aspects of the Marvel Cinematic Universe idea, the concept of like all these interwoven stories, mm-hmm. and they're they're using it in the right way instead mm-hmm. of it being you have to watch everything to understand. When a character from another piece of Star Wars media shows up, you don't need to know their whole story. No. Because they give you what you need to know. Mm-hmm. So the cameo makes sense. It advances the story. It makes you happy. You're excited. You're enjoying it. But if you didn't watch Rebels, then you're not stuck wondering, you know, what's going on here? Who's this person? It's just fun for you if you already know, but also a good story if you don't. Yeah. And I think they've been doing a great job at that. Whereas Marvel, the reason I haven't watched anything since uh, Endgame, aside from, uh, or sorry, Infinity War. No, what was the last one? Endgame. Endgame? Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah, so Endgame. Um, I think the only Marvel property I've watched since that was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The only thing I've watched since that is the Spider-Man one. Okay, yeah, Spider-Man. That's but, it. Yeah, No Way Home was great. Yeah. No Way Home was really good. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah. One of the first Marvel movies in a long time and they've been like, damn, that was a good movie. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, though. It becomes like, so formulaic. I, well, they've become so formulaic, but it's also they've become way too big and bloated. Yeah. Like, the reason why people loved the first Iron Man and, like, a lot of the stuff in Phase 1, it was self-contained. The stakes were high, but they were low enough to where it was, like, you could actually fathom the risk. Exactly. The stakes were Tony Stark might die and bad guy might get armor suit. Yeah. Like, that was Iron Man 1. Yep. By Avengers, there's giant alien ships attacking New York City. Yep. Also, another trope with with Hollywood that I wish we could get away from, New York does not need to be the center of every movie. Nope. Houston exists. (laughs) Atlanta's there. Miami's a real place. And you know what's shocking as well? I I would say Philly, but at least Philly gets a movie every now and then. Same with Boston. And you know what's so funny, though, is that so many films that are shot in cities now are shot, if they're shot in the USA instead Mm -hmm. of Vancouver. They're shot in Atlanta. They're shot in Atlanta because of the tax break. Yep. But they never want it to actually be Atlanta. Yeah. It's okay to get, be Atlanta. Like, why can't why can't there be a movie where something happens in Denver? Like, I'm sick of stories about New York. I don't care. <laughs> New Yorkers aren't people. Like, like they, they do not exist in the same plane as us. New York is a ridiculous, silly place full of nonsense. It is honestly. <laughs> I lived there for four years. It's not the real world. I go back and I'm like this my, like my time doesn't feel real that i was there and i go back and it's like it really is a different world yeah you go under you go through one of those tunnels and you might as well be going through a wormhole mm-hmm. to a completely different civilization it has no right being as different from philadelphia as it is mm. like it yeah. really doesn't <laughs> no it's crazy i think it's because it's not an island i think that's <laughs> yeah no it's, I think that's it's a huge part of it oh yeah we got some more super chats though we did uh let me make sure that we're going back the right yeah, we're good. Uh, Plaster five dollars says big wreck Dresden files wizard in a modern Chicago. Tons of well-researched supernatural slash esoteric slash folklore stuff, and uh, even a very scary skinwalker in Ooh. book eleven. I'll have to take a look at that. Interesting. Uh, Videos on cryptids in Arizona, specifically Tonto Forest, from Story Simpson. Yeah, uh, I mean the immediately skinwalkers. Yeah. Are, an Arizona thing as well as New Mexico and Utah. So, um, but yeah, I can, I can take a look at Tonto Forest. Yeah, might as well. Uh, Noska J177 or 117 for $5 said, enjoyed your episode of PCC. Wanted to watch it live, but work was too busy. 
Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it, it is at a weird time of day. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it kind of has to be because the next show that they have is on at 8. So they have to, Yeah, that's fair. you know. Odin's Eye for $5 said, Watch Moon Knight. It's disconnected from the rest of the MCU, and it's great. Oscar Isaac, great actor, too. Yeah. I should watch it. Fair enough, I'm down. Uh, Bobcat for $5 said, Atlanta and rural Pennsylvania are the go-to settings for zombie movies. Yeah. How many zombie movies are in rural, rural Pennsylvania? I actually don't know of any off the top of my head. It's just like knowing rural Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... that's Appalachian one. in general. Yeah. yeah. Well, in rural Pennsylvania, you know, there's just like... It's weird. It, Pennsylvania is a weird place because you've got like major urban centers spread everywhere throughout the state. Yeah. So like, you know, th there will be nothing for miles and then suddenly you've got Harrisburg in the middle yeah. of nowhere. No, that's true. There's no reason for it to be there. <laughs> so, so you could set something up where like, you know, an outbreak started in York, Pennsylvania. And then you've got people, you know, you, there's a lot of places you can go. You can navigate rivers. Like it's a, you could set a pretty good one here. Yeah. Somebody else in the chat said, uh, Philly's crazy too in comparison to New York. And all I have to say is, Philly's a different type of crazy. It's a, yeah, it's a different type of crazy. <laughs> Philly's... It's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a documentary, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> is it the same kind of crazy as New York? No. It's not the same kind of crazy as New York. It's... Imagine taking, like, Rocky and Succession <laughs> and putting both of those things in a blender together. Yeah. And that's Philly. Because the main line has, like, weird amounts of, like, well, old money wealth <laughs> that like you don't see normally unless you're there and you're in it and you yeah. know the people that are there but then oh. philly's also got like you know what you see in philly what you know of yeah. philly like the youtube video of the giant trash fire of 2019 with elmo and the band out, you know yep. the drum line out front by the way you will see you will see elmo and that drum line everywhere mm -hmm. they just we've got we got philly jesus yes philly jesus um lil dicky is from philly I always forget that. <laughs> part of me always forgets he exists, but yeah, sure. <laughs> it's, um, what else we got? Uh, Philly is like, it's just, it's a place. It's just, it's so great because like, we all know everyone hates Philly. And even though not everyone actually hates Philly, we all hate Philly. <laughs> Philadelphians hate Philadelphia. But we hate it so much that we love it. Yeah. It's, it, it, we hate it, but we hate wherever you're from more. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we're, but we're the only ones that are allowed to call it. It's like, Philly's like one big fan. My, my favorite is 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 Gritty. Because when Gritty yeah. first came out, when, when the Flyers revealed Gritty, yeah. the entire city of Philadelphia went, what the hell is that? <laughs> what are you doing? This is horrible that is terrifying yeah what does this even symbolize what does yeah. this mean the entire city was like i don't want anything to do with that orange thing yeah and then someone from like new jersey was like yeah it is pretty stupid we went don't you dare disrespect gritty like, how dare you yep. that is the spirit of philadelphia and therefore the heart and soul of america <laughs> gritty for president <laughs> it can't possibly be worse that's a shirt Oh. I think Gritty would legitimately be the best president in the last 50 years, and it wouldn't be close. Probably, yeah. <laughs> God. Imagine the foreign policy capabilities. Oh, God. It's the G8. Like... 
Putin, Xi, Macron, whoever's in charge of Britain right now. Can y'all get your shit together? Uh, <laughs> you've had like eight prime ministers in the last year and a half. You don't get to trust there for like 47 days. She killed the queen and then dipped. Um, <laughs> she did her job, I guess. <laughs> she did want to get rid of the monarchy. Uh, but yeah, so like, and then you've got all the world leaders and then it's just gritty. That would be all time. It's incredible. Gr gritty, gritty would press the button for no reason. Yep. Like, gritty would get in the Oval Office and just immediately nuke something. And it wouldn't be something sensible. It, no, it wouldn't be, like it wouldn't be Moscow. It wouldn't be Beijing. Yeah. It would be like some youth soccer stadium in Mumbai. Yeah. Or like Reykjavik. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would nuke Iceland. <laughs> Why? They're too, they're in the middle. I can't trust them. <laughs> they're not bothering anybody, and that bothers me. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, well, we'll probably wrap it up shortly. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> if you have any final Super Chats, send them in. Yeah, do you want to just look through and see if there's anything interesting in there? Uh, let's see. Gritty was made after what Flyers fans look like in general. Somebody said, isn't Diogenes from... Or Yes, Diogenes from Philadelphia. Diogenes, if you were to if you were to assign an ancient Greek philosopher to the city of Philadelphia, it would absolutely be Diogenes. Why? Think about it. Do you, do you know anything about Diogenes? Not as much as I should. Uh, he he lived in a an urn, like a lived in a pot that was on its side. Yeah, he was a homeless philosopher. Uh, he told Alexander Alexander the Great was a huge fan of his, mm -hmm. so he showed up in in Athens and mm -hmm. you know spoke to Diogenes and he said you know like you know. It, if, is there any you know request anything of me and i will grant it this is the man who's the you know soon to be basically the emperor of the known world yeah and diogenes said get out of my sunlight uh i believe it was plato who defined man as a featherless biped mm -hmm. diogenes walks into the academy holding a plucked chicken and says behold a man that's incredible like, <laughs> see here's the problem a lot of he was things... he was well known for abusing himself in public and like you know died evacuating his bowels on the street like he was just completely insane why was he like remarkably looked up to uh it's it's mainly that like he he took philosophy and made it crude it's it's i, I mean i'm no expert on greek fair, philosophy fair, but like fair. my understand he does he did have actual points to make um, yeah, yeah but yeah. my understanding is basically like in a time of people like plato and socrates Diogenes. <laughs> so yeah, Billy. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Aristotle would be like Chicago. Yep. Plato would be New York. Diogenes is Philly. That's incredible. <laughs> I love it. All of the cynics are Boston. Yeah. Yeah. All the cynics are Boston. Who could the Stoics be? Probably Columbus, like, Ohio. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> Cincinnati. Yeah, like, Akron, or like, because in order to live in Akron and not immediately want to kill yourself, you have to be pretty stoic. Yeah, or like it's the tire capital of the country, I believe. Well, who would Detroit be? Somewhere in Gaul. <laughs> some some random drunk Gallic druid. Love that. 
History Daddy said, I'm doing a video on Diogenes. Trust me, he did far more. Oh, I know. I just, I'm excited. I know Diogenes for the ridiculous nonsense. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what else we got here? Um, if I were not Alexander of Macedon, I would want to be Diogenes. That's yeah. incredible. Oh, you know what would be fun for us to do at some point? What? Do like a what Greek god or like demigod or whatever are you quiz? Yeah, true. I think it's fun. One. I'd be curious who you would be. Um, Norberto Rodriguez Jr. said, What about Houston? I don't know who would live in I don't know who would be Houston. I'm running out of Greek philosophers that I know of. Yeah, at this point now, I'm just starting to think of Roman emperors. I'm, I'm just gonna start saying random Greek names like Themistocles of Diamathea. Cassius Clay. That that was not. I know. That is Muhammad Ali. I'm aware of who it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It sounds vaguely Greek, though. It sounds more Latin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's why I said but, I mean, vaguely Greek. <laughs> as, as we know, Latin didn't exist and Rome wasn't real. Yeah, obviously. Sense, of course. Um. If they would cover Celtic folklore, my heart would explode. We just did! We did a video on the Banshee and none Check of you watched Banshee. it! <laughs> it's not just about the Banshee, it's about the Book of Invasions, too. Yep. Like, we talk about a man who turned into a salmon. Also, on the, I think the last History Hut we did... Last History Hut was about Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've done a lot of Ireland stuff. I love Ireland. It's cool. It's, it's a cool history. It's it cool is a cool story. history. Yeah. Like, um, I did want to do some of the Mabinogian, um which is a, a book of Welsh folktales um, that I have. Mm. So I might do that as well. Uh, what else we got? When so do you do more game streams? Um, yeah, what's your new Twitch schedule? Uh, Twitch schedule is now Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Nice. Um, and I usually go until viewers drop below an acceptable number. Fair. Uh, so it's typically, they're typically like three hours, three or four. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's it's hard with the streams because, on the one hand, uh, the gaming streams are a lot of fun. I do enjoy them. On the other hand, they get less viewers. Uh, <laughs> so I try to do them. Once, I am, once I'm Twitch partner, I'll probably do a lot more. It'll be a lot more balanced. Yeah. But uh, I've got to get myself to the partner spot first. And, Fair. you know, once I do that. You heard it. Help them out. Yeah, if you guys can get me to seven, five, 75 average viewers uh, in April over the course of, you know, 25 hours of streaming then I can start doing gaming streams again. But until go. then, I got to do the, uh, I got to do more of the reaction style content that people like better. Yep. What else we got? Mm -hmm. Well, it's 314. That's the last of What are the donation goals this month? Uh, so far, we have only one. It is $5,000. And if you get it, I will dye my hair again. And I will let you guys pick the color. There we go. And I will keep it for two weeks. There we go. So that that's, is one of them. That should, um, that should be enough. Yeah. Really. I don't know why YouTube didn't show people the Banshee. It was so weird, but... All right, well, uh, I think that just about brings us to the end of the show for this evening, um, this afternoon, this earlier-in-the-day show. Yep. So thank you guys so much for watching. Um, we will have a new video for you guys out on Friday. Yep. Uh, we, do we ever upload Drunk Folklore? Not yet. All right. Yeah, that'll be... Let's say this I thought we were weekend. Gonna, I thought we were going to do it for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we wanted to, and then All just right. yeah. All right. go yeah. crazy. If we didn't put it up this weekend, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's um, the goal. All right, cool. So, yeah, we'll have new content for you then, and uh, that is all. Bye, guys. See you.